What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Business Breakthrough. In today's Business Breakthrough, I sit down with good friend Matt Highfill of Highfill Painting. And uh, yeah, he is an aspiring, uh, really just game changer in the painting business. I think this guy has the mentality. He's putting systems into place. He's already got a unit of individuals just kind of taking information, putting it into action, things that I just love to see. Um, so today we really just refined some of the things that he uh, put into action and kind of just got to, you know, go back and forth about what's working, what's not. And uh, we came away with some good uh, really good, I believe, good advice on really just refining a sales process, you know, creating a little bit better of a system uh, to help mitigate costs. So awesome all around episode. Thankful for Matt for giving me an opportunity to help him here. So I think you're going to like this business breakthrough, which starts right now. Contractors all over the world are wanting more, more time, more freedom, more impact. The way we do this is through implementing systems, processes, standards. Welcome to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Here we hit business strategy, coaching, mindset, motivation, the tools you need for success. So strap in, listen up, and get ready to grow on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Love it, man. What's going on, everyone? I'm here with Matthew with High Fill Painting. Uh, back another business breakthrough, man. Just checking in, man. So tell me a little bit about uh, what's going on in the business, man. Give me a brief synopsis. Yeah, so I've been in business um, like three, going on four years, I believe. Um, and I've had probably six months. Um, um, just me and one, I was just doing everything myself. Um, in the last six months, um, in like January, February, I got a shop. Um, nice. we started getting into a lot of cabinet refinishing, but was nice. also keeping with the interior and exterior stuff. Um, I've hired a lot more people. And then the biggest thing was about, I guess, three, four months ago, um, I kind of like the situation kind of pushed me into putting the paintbrush down. And then once I did, I realized why I didn't I do this a long time ago. Sure. Um, wow, that's cool. So yeah. So you had a little, yeah. little epiphany there. Yeah. So basically I hired a project manager while I was still painting. Okay. And doing everything else. Um, and think, and he had experience and stuff like that. Sure. Um, and was thinking that was kind of, gonna fix everything because i was dealing with a lot of issues dealing with some toxic individuals that were working for me and not necessarily doing what i'm asking of them with prepping and stuff like that um and it just wasn't a, a, the best work environment sure. um and i wasn't always on the job with them i was on another job or whatever and was just trying to do too much without having any systems in place whatsoever and was hoping that this guy would basically fix it Right. Yeah. Well, he heard back from another job that he was waiting to hear on that he heard back afterwards. That was a lot more money than what I could afford. Um, so he decided he was going to explore that other opportunity. So that kind of left me back at square one thinking, what am I going to do? So I made a decision. Look, I need to stop painting. I need to focus on the business and put a bunch of systems in place. Yeah. Um, so since then, I signed up with drip jobs. How's that been? Um, it's been good. Um, 
the only downside is nothing to do with drip jobs. I'm making it a little bit more difficult on myself because I still love paint scout for my estimating and how I do yep. it. Yep. So it, it's, it's, it is a little complicated using Making both of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but drip jobs has been phenomenal for me with tracking the leads. I get compliments on it all the time for them having like the appointment request stuff and, and all that. Um, so I've absolutely loved that part. Good. Good. Um, so, and then I've also signed on with Pathfinder marketing. Yep. Um, that's been really good. I've got a one-on-one -on -one with them after this actually. Nice. Um, so like things are going really well. I've got, um, I've got a cabinet crew of two people. I yep. just had to let go of my lead cabinet guy, um, like a couple weeks, a couple weeks ago. And I had just listened to your podcast about, um, it, how you were having difficulties and one person yeah. was retiring and you had to let someone yeah. else go and then tried him out again. In it, brother. And I was like, dude, this yeah. is exactly what I need to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the was guard your garden time. one. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Garden, yeah. garden. Yep. Dude, I got so I was, many people that reached out about that. Like, dude, I'm going through the same thing. I'm like, bro, yeah. I, everyone goes through it. I just, I always say I, I do a better job of just explaining it after it happens. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I mean, it's just, that's what it is, man. It's always going to be those ups and downs. So, so yeah, you've had a lot, you have a lot going on. So you're in a more of a stable position right now, you think? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so tell me the structure of the business. Cause I kind of lost track, right? So you're at the top, yeah. right? So what do you got? So tell me how the crews are like, structured right now so right now i've got so i've got that cabinet crew of two i know i'm okay. kind of bouncing around a little bit but i've got the cabinet crew of two and i've had to basically be a little more hands-on with them and train them a lot because yeah. they my lead guy I had to let go and i yeah. had trained him and taught him everything right so he was um, actually running the job like he was one of those guys where like yep you didn't he was running yep right. he was running the cabinet the, the cabinet division is what i call it you know what okay. i mean so got it um these other guys i'm having to basically teach from scratch and be very like thorough with our yeah. process and how yeah. we do things because yeah. we do use like the water-based 2k paints and stuff like yeah. that yeah yeah a little bit more to it um but then i've got um two other foremen one's a crew of four and one's a crew of two nice so um are these subs so no subs right now. Um, I have sub jobs out in the past. Um, and I probably would work with subs now. The only issue is, is I don't have, like, I don't feel like I have enough work to start subbing stuff out now unless yeah, I, I mean making the crew small. There's no reason to sub out if you have a production team. So are you keeping yeah. all these guys busy for 40 hours a week? Yeah. Yeah. And do you have payroll set up? Yep, I've got payroll set up. I've actually Gusto? had payroll for a while. What are you using, so, Gusto? No, I'm using a local, um, uh, local Dominion payroll. payroll. Yeah. yeah, so I was using ADP, but they were charging me ridiculous Correct. amounts. Okay, as long as you're happy with it, as long as everything. Do they get direct deposit, your guys? Yep. Okay, cool. So, yeah, you got a nice setup there. All right, so you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight employees. What's interesting yeah. though is like how you have it broken up, right? So you have this little cabinet team, which I like. I mean, they just yeah. do cabinets, right? They don't do anything else. Just cabinets and like other fine finish work that's very similar cool. to cabinets. Cool, smart, right? And then you have this team of four, which kind of yeah. takes on the bigger projects, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you have this team of two, which takes on your little stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty cool. Nice job, yeah. you know? So now, what is I, the... would, I would probably have it three and three, but the reason I have- I, I think it's four, fine. 
I like yeah, that. Yeah, it works fine. So, I mean, but the reason I have yeah. the team of four is like three of them drive together. Um, so It works. Yeah, yeah, it works. It's efficient. I think it's efficient. You get smaller jobs, you get bigger jobs. You know, obviously, yeah, yeah would it be ideal to have two fours or three and three? Sure. Yeah. But, you know, there's got to, you know, it kind of helps on the smaller jobs. Like sometimes with us, you know, we're so strict with three and four might be sometimes too many hands on a job you know like yeah. in some cases yeah. so that happens so that's cool so what's the hurdle man like you got all this going on what is the area so, you're going on today? basically where i'm at right now and i am um i have a, a a girl that's coming on in a couple weeks that's gonna like basically be appointment setting and doing admin stuff like that okay. um basically right now like i'm just in a transition period that I'm, I'm trying to stabilize um i've put a lot of systems in place the last six months um and got an employee handbook set up and all that and like got the guys assigned and whatnot um my thing is now is, is i'm trying to keep up with everything that i've implemented um and like tracking all my numbers because like it, it was like three years of me not tracking any numbers you know what i mean i had no idea like about anything about sales percentage sure. and and any of that stuff and profitability of the jobs and all that. So like now yeah. I've got all that stuff in place. So now I'm trying to improve on that. And like, yeah. I basically, so my, I, I'd say my two biggest hurdles right now are having enough work come in because I do have a lot of people and we're usually booked out about two, three, maybe four weeks. Um, but I'd like to, I'd like to see more. And then um, the second biggest hurdle is like, I do have a lot of overhead because I do have a, a shop office lease and stuff like that and all these other expenses. Um, so trying to figure out how the company can see more profit. So I, I'm starting to track the jobs and see, make sure they're at the right. You know what your overhead is? Do you know how much it is? No. So that's, that's um, what I'm let's trying try to, to figure like, it out. That's a good start. Out. How much are you paying for the shop? Um, it's like 2,100 a month. Okay. And the only people that use that are your two cabinet guys, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm in it every day and then well, not the you, but you know, like in terms day. of like, in terms of like sales wise, we, we attribute that cost to the cabinet side. You know Basically, what I'm saying? That's how yeah. you should do it mentally is like, you got to look at it. Like your painters, they have nothing to do with that shop. You know, maybe if they bring. That's, yeah. And that's how I was looking at it when I was making the decision to get right. it. So on um, average, other crews do store paint and tools and ladders and stuff here. But okay, it's good for storage, but I'm talking about like you can store it at your house. Making you know? money. Out I want to yeah. see what the dollars are, you know. So let's look at it like this. So on average, like okay, so on a weekly average, how much in revenue have you sold in cabinet jobs? Like, what would you say the average is? So that's hard to say, and I had a lot of issues with the last cabinet guy. So it's going to be easier to track going forward. Um, but I would say my cabinet crew should be able to bring produce like at least three grand a week, three grand a week on average. So that's yeah. the first step I think is separating the businesses, right? So think yeah. of cabinets mm -hmm. as a subsidiary of your painting business and just try to keep the numbers separate because it is a separate business. The costs are separate. The marketing should yeah. be separate. You know, it, you know, it's just one of those things. Although yes, it's under the same umbrella. It's just really good. Like, I think that's going to really help you because if you look at this whole thing as one thing, it's going to be really hard to yeah. narrow it down, you know? So I would say if they're producing, you know, three grand a week average, you know, three, six, nine, 12, right. So that's 12 grand, take away your 2,100. 
Now you're looking at 11 to, no, you're looking at 10, nine. Okay. So that's 10, nine is the gross. Um, without giving names, can you give me an average of what the pay is, you know, on these guys on a monthly, so, basis? Um, so on a weekly basis? So one's making 11 an hour, but he's probably due for at least 12 or more. Okay. Um, and then the other guy's making 18 because right. he had painting experience. He had some experience. All right. So, so let's look at this. So 11 an hour, or let's just say 12 an hour. Cause we got to factor in like your, your employer costs. So let's say like 13 an hour. Yeah. 40. Yeah times four so he's getting two grand a month out of that and then your 18 dollar an hour guy so let's say it's 20 um so it's 800 times four that's 3200 okay so so 32 plus 32 plus two grand is 5200 and then we're going to subtract that from the 10 9 hold on 10 9 minus 5200 so that's 5,700. Now, do you have any other expenses with cabinets? Like, okay, so you have your, your materials. So what on average do you think you spend on your coatings? So the way I do my estimating for cabinets is I have my, I figured out my price for like the labor and stuff like that. And then okay. I um, add up the price for the paint. Yeah. Now I still have the cost of all the prepping stuff, like the tape, the paper, the plastic and all that stuff for each job that just comes out of the labor sure. cost. Naturally, sure. Um, so I would say, I mean, you've got transportation for the gas to get to the jobs and stuff. Um, and basically let's, let's look at materials. So like stuff. on average in a monthly basis, how much are you spending on cabinet paint? So that's not even coming out of that three grand a week though. What's not what three grand a week. So that, oh, that so. Paint, I didn't account for that. Yeah. No, I know. I was just, just trying to, yeah. I'm just trying to so, subtract that. The paint, um, paints like I, I charge like one twenty five like, a gallon. Okay, so probably like four hundred a week. Sound would probably sound right. Like four hundred a week, you think? Maybe more. Maybe um, more. Five hundred a week. Say seven fifty. Seven fifty a week. Yeah. Okay, seven fifty a week times four. Now, when you told me three grand. That's that sale. was not including that paint. Yeah, that that, that, so that was you just, price you price the paint labor. separately. Yeah, I priced the paint okay. separately. Well, that helps. Cabin. Yeah, that helps. Five, six. So let's just say eighty, because I'm going to add that to your gross. So it's eighty-seven hundred. That kind of confuses things a little bit, but that's okay, because it, what's what's most important. That's good. If you told me that that was included in the paint, I'd say, well, we're in the yeah, red almost. You know, so yeah. well, that's good. So you're at fifty-seven hundred. Um, and I'm just going to ignore the paint. Now, when you charge the customer the paint, you're factoring in materials, costs, all that stuff, right? So I'm basically, so like the cost of my actual material when it comes to yeah. like tape and plastic and stuff, that comes out of the labor portion. Yeah. When, it, when the material portion, I, I'm just charging for the paint. And I Understood. I so, like okay. So your material por portion, let's say is like, I don't know, 5% of sales maybe? you know, for just straight raw materials mm -hmm. uh, times that by four. So you're looking at about 600 a month in paper, plastic tape. Would you say that's fair? Tough to say, but probably, probably. Like that. All right. So that, that leaves you with 5,100 bucks in gross. And that's just super average. Like if you sell under three grand, obviously it's going to fluctuate. Um, yeah. But for one crew, that's pretty good. So one thing I want to kind of show you is like, okay, the cool thing about, you know, fixed expenses is what we're trying to like identify, um, like the cost of your 
your building, you know, is that it doesn't change no matter how much revenue you do. That's why it's called a fixed expense. You know, that's, that's the cool part about it. So like a smart play would be obviously doing more cabinets because that, that lowers the cost of those fixed expenses because the fixed expense gets attributed, which means it gets allocated to each crew right now. That one crew is taking on the burden of the marketing expense to get cabinet jobs. Obviously the expense of the shop to cover the electric, you know, if that's included, I don't know, is the electric and all that stuff included in your rent? So some stuff is included, but I also have to pay utilities on top of it. So, right. So like, if you look at that $2,100, that's how you got to see it is like that one crew is responsible to, to take on the burden of all that. You get another crew on there, then they, they split the burden in half. So, you know, that is, that should be the first move because on the painting, the house painting side, you don't have many fixed expenses. You don't, I mean, you don't really have a shop that's, that's, you know, tied to your house painting business, right? Nothing that they, they use on it. Do you have any vehicles? Yeah. So I've got, um, two vans, one that's paid off one that's not, nice. yeah. um, and I use my personal truck for estimates. And right. All that so, stuff. I mean, aside from marketing, really, that's the biggest expense on the painting side. The shop, uh, obviously, I've got insurance, workers' comp. Well, I'm payroll. talking about on the, for the house painters. Like again, they're not using a shop. They're yeah. Not using, yeah. yeah. So, so if you, your question was, how do I generate more revenue for the business? Well, one good way is to lower the costs and also add revenue. Because if you just added a house painting division or another crew for house painting, that doesn't help with your fixed costs on the cabin side. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, yeah. obviously, to you, you're probably thinking like getting another cabinet crew is going to be way harder because. You guys are using industrial coatings. You got, you have to go through that whole training yeah. process again, but you know, I'm just letting you know that would probably be the smartest move in terms of that. In terms of your lead flow, what's been easier to get leads? Probably cabinets, right? So cabinets seem to be, it's easier to sell, but it's also, it can be harder to sell because it's usually at a higher price point than people realize. But sure. once I, I can kind of differentiate pretty easily when it comes to cabinets because not a lot of people use the the water-based 2k products yeah you know what I mean? are you not bringing a sample door into the house yeah 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 so yeah that's going to help but in terms of your lead flow like you're using pathfinder like are you getting yes, a lot of leads for cabinets or is it more for house painting like which one's working it's better more for house painting i still get some for cabinets or some for both um, one thing that I've realized with Pathfinder, it, they've been awesome, but lately this, and I don't know if that's just Pathfinder or what, but lately, like this past month, my sales rate's gone up tremendously, but my job size has gone down a pretty decent amount. Sure. So like, it's also making it harder to keep my crews booked out for longer because they're all one, two, three day jobs that my crews is knocking out. Let me ask you this when you, you know, all right. So let's talk about that. Cause what's the, what's your sales process look like? Like if you were to come over and give me a house painting estimate, can you walk me through briefly, like what you do and, and how you go about pricing and how you go about presentation? Yeah. So basically, um, the, the, the setup is, uh, like whether it's Pathfinder or whatever I call the sure. lead. Um, and and try to figure out what are they looking to get done? Um, where are they located? Um, when's a good time to come take a look? Um, and then, so I schedule an appointment. Lead conversion has not been an issue whatsoever. I'd say I'm easily 70, 80% or more. On getting Um, the appointment? Yeah, on getting the appointment. Um, so then when I go out to the people's homes, um, I carry around this tablet with me. 
Okay. Um, and I have the Paint Scout app, um, and I have Painting Business Pro spreadsheets implemented into Paint Scout. Okay. So basically, when I'm estimating, all I got to do is enter in square footage and press some buttons like ceilings, same color, or ceilings, different color, walls, okay. whatever. And basically figures out everything based on how many hours it should take. Sure. And then I have my hourly rate. Um, so I have them basically show me everything that they want to get done, uh, go over everything. And I ask them any questions I might have or um, any suggestions. And I try to um, build that trust and also like, Sometimes I will almost sell them out of stuff. So like if they really don't need their ceilings or trim or, or they don't need their trim, I'd be like, honestly, I think your trim looks pretty good. I think we can get away with not doing it. You know what I mean? And I think that has helped in some cases sure. where they're like, okay, this guy's really just trying to look out for my best interest and yeah. I trust him. Yeah. Um, so then like after they've kind of showed me everything, I'll be like, all right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and get my measurements. And then after I get all this stuff um, written up, I can sit down and go through it, go through it with you. So then I'll get my measurements, add everything up. Um, and then I will actually, and I can pull up a quote so I can better explain it. But then I'll pull up the quote on the iPad and then I'll walk it through with them. Sure. So I'll pull up a quote so you can get an idea. So for example, um, I basically just tell them like here, you can see everything itemized. Um, yeah. Interior preparation is just gonna talk about like how we're gonna cover all your floors, your furniture to make sure um, yeah. nothing's getting paint on it or, or dust or anything like that. Um, all the cracks and nail holes will be caulked and filled, all that good stuff. Um, general description works, just talking about our daily setup and cleanup, and then a final walkthrough with our job foreman. Sure. Um, we do require 50% deposit up front to help pay for labor and materials. And then if you scroll down, this is just some more generic contract information that you can read through once I email it over to you. Um, a little bit more of what to expect, what what is yep. included and not included. You are members of the National um, PCA, the Painting Contractors Association. We do warranty our work for three years. Yep. And then if you scroll down some more, you'll see a copy of our insurance as well as our contractor's license, some testimonials, and then some before and after pictures and videos of our work. Okay. And then the Sherwin-Williams colors of 2022. Price, it broke down to 283309, uh, but with that 15% discount, it came down to 2399.62. And then I kind of pause, wait for them to respond, see their facial expression. Um, and then I might ask them now, is that kind of around what you thought it might be? Is it more? Is it less? Um, and kind of gauge the response from there. Sometimes they'll be like, yeah, I mean, that's that's actually very reasonable. Or they'll be like, it's it's around what I thought it might be. Or sometimes they'll be like, it's a little more or it might be um, it might be they have no idea. You know what I mean? So um, and then I just kind of try to feel them out from there um, and. I've also used the tactics of, let me ask you this, like, is price your primary concern? Or if you had three different quotes, what would be those deciding factors for helping yeah. you make a decision? Sure. You know what I mean? How to Do you, are, you happy, are you happy with your closing ratio? Um, I think it's gotten a lot better. So of course I always want more. Um, but like, for instance, this, are you open to a suggestion? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
good. I mean, I grade you a B plus on presentation. I mean, very thorough. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, we get caught up so much in calculating the price. You know, one thing I want you to remember is that like price does not matter. It doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, go into that knowing that don't, when you present a price, you got to sometimes, and this may not be you, but it's me is I got to shut my mind off and say, you know, I think this is kind of expensive, right? I don't know if you've ever done that, but me. And it's like, sometimes that'll come out and maybe you're just kind of giving me a kind of snippet of kind of how it goes. I get it. It's hard to give me a real life example when you're in it, it's going to be different. But you kind of said like, is that around what you were looking for? Um, Is it a little too high or a little too low? They'll tell you, you know? And I think sometimes I wouldn't say that until they actually give you the objection, right? Like, okay, well, we'll think about it. That's when you say it. Maybe you do that. I don't know. I think you skipped that part. But I would never say that. One interesting thing is, is that you have that 15% that you get with Eric, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So one thing I want you to, to really think about is like ur- urgency is one of the most powerful tools yeah. in sales, bro. And it's like, yeah. I want you to emphasize, okay, so do you see this 15% discount? And then I would say it's, it's coming out to $656. If you allow me to earn your business today, we will honor this discount. This discount is only good for today. Yeah. And you have to be comfortable with saying that because here's the deal. You and I both know this. Okay, bro. Some people don't even care about that discount. And some people you might be giving that discount to, you don't know that price is their number one care, but we're offering them a a 15% discount. So you really do calculate your price to the perfect T. And I'm sure you're very honest about the discount. Maybe you padded a little bit, but you and I both know that like, you know, you are actually giving a sort of a discount, right? Yeah. Are you telling them it's good for today? So just like you, something you said, you got to be comfortable with saying that. Now I tried a little sales tactic, like Eric suggested in one of the sales calls of just like you say, creating that urgency and, and say, if you're ready to move forward today, we can do this 15% discount and it just blew up in my face because I'm not, yeah. I'm not usually like versed with the the salesman tax. Sure. I just did this brother. I just got back from an estimate. I've been doing them lately. Just kind of refresh. You know, I I like doing them every now and again. Okay. It, first of all, you've earned it. Remember that you you've created trust, right? You, you put it out there. Hey, listen, it's in the ad that, you know, there's some sort of urgency of the crews being filled. I think I've seen Eric's ads. It's in there, yeah. right? You're doing them a favor. Okay. You've showed up on time. You did a phenomenal presentation. Okay. At during that presentation, you definitely should be looking for hot items, right? Things that they care about more than anything. Like for example, the yeah. guy I just left, this guy was out gardening at eight o'clock. His freaking yard was phenomenal, dude. I'm talking yeah. about phenomenal, right? So Before I present the price, you know what I said? I said, listen, before I even show you this price, I want you to know the most important part of this project is going to be protecting your plants. Let me explain. You're going to have a pressure washer here before we get started. And I'm going to make sure he's only using water so we don't risk killing your plants. Not only that, when we paint, I'm going to make sure that we cover everything, but we can't leave it covered for long. The sun will cook your plants. So I'm going to make sure there's going to be somebody literally just walking around, following the guy who's spraying, covering and removing plants. That's how important it is. I know it's important to you guys, right? Absolutely. Okay. So right there, I found the most important thing to that person and put it right at the front of the, of the estimate. Okay. At that point, 
the trust level goes from zero to a hundred, you know, it's like, okay, this guy knows what's most important to me, you know? And it's like, there's always that one thing for every single person, whether it's you, you. And again, the only way you get that is being extremely observant. Obviously this guy's out in the morning with garden gloves on digging holes, yeah. protecting his, his freaking his yard, dude. And yeah. I'm like, if I don't mention this to the point where he understands that I care about his yard more than he does, then, you know, there's probably gonna be a little bit of doubt there. You know, I'm sure that's a yeah. concern. Right. And if you got somebody to come before me and he didn't mention your yard now, now you're thinking, you know what, that guy didn't even mention that he was going to protect my yard, you know? Yeah. So again, that's going to help because what we want to do, man, is we want to just build that trust and you're doing it. You're showcasing yeah. it. You're doing the measurements. You're, you have a really beautiful layout, whether it's on paint scout or drip jobs, man, you're doing it. But the thing yeah. is, is that you deserve the clothes. And it's like, yeah. if you, you've got to understand that if you're giving something to that customer, there's got to be a reason to buy. And you know what you said, it might, it blew up in your face. Okay. Well, it's not going to happen every time, but guess what? That yeah. person it blew up in your face for you probably wind up never doing their job anyway. I actually did end up getting their job somehow. Did which you? Was surprising, <laughs> but yeah. Okay. But Hey, you probably recovered well, whatever you yeah. did in that yeah. scenario, you I recovered well. To, you said, cause you know, they'll show. say, well, well, we're not making a decision today. Right. They'll say that. We're, we're yeah. getting more estimates. So, you know, all right, well, fine. I'll, I'll honor it. We'll say, you know what? She, unfortunately, she straight called me out. She was like, no, see, now you're trying to sell me. Now you're that's okay. That's okay. But don't let, school. don't let that, don't let that personality type take away. Cause not everyone's like that. Right. Yeah. And it's like, you use your judgment say, listen, in the ad, it does say based on our cruise availability. And I'm not trying to sell you miss. I'm just a good business person that understands that. Hey, yeah it's my job to fill my schedule. And this is, this is something I'm giving you. Okay. And this was in our ad. So this isn't me selling you. This is just me being honest. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, you're yeah. not selling it's in the ad. It's, it's, saying, put it, yeah. it's, it's based on the cruise availability. Like the reason we just don't give discounts, miss, that's not why we're here. We're essentially giving you something in return for helping us fill our schedule this month. So I'm not selling you, yeah. you know, I mean, being honest with you, if, if you need a little more time, I'll tell you what, I can give you 24 hours to make a decision, but I cannot yeah. honor it. And you've got to be bold enough to say that because it's not fair to the person that does bite on that, that they did make a decision, you know, and they will. Right. So when you're going through that presentation, brother, like the first thing I would say is this, you know, understand that there's got to be some reason to buy some reason. Like if you yeah. get good at this, your problems will go away in terms of jobs, right? You should be more than three weeks booked out at this point. Right. Yeah. So like for you, it should be, all right. So based on this, just so you know, here's your discount. Um, this discount is good if you allow us to earn your business today. Okay. So if you need a little more time, I totally understand. However, this discount is based on our cruise availability. Okay. So at this point, I'm just letting you know, if you allow us to earn your business today, we can honor this price. And then you just be quiet. Like you said, yeah. you say you're silent, right? Don't, don't think for the customer. You don't know them. Yeah. You don't know what their, their thought process. They might say, okay, that's great. Let's do it. They saw the ad. They booked the appointment. They know what they're getting into. Can I ask you like, what, what is like a great sales percentage that I should strive for? Dude, it's so hard to say. I yeah. mean, honestly, it really depends on the job type. It depends on, you know, I mean, striving for like 50% is good Two two yeah. out of four, you know, but not every person is going to be your customer. You might get people yeah. like that. Say, oh, now you're trying to sell me. It's like, no, I earned this. You know, yeah. <laughs> we're going to yeah. do a great job. You have nothing to worry about. I'm not trying to sell yeah. you. You know, here's, here's a good example. I had a lady the other day. Um, she straight up told me, bro, I am getting more quotes. 
Like yeah. I'm not making decision today. Yeah. I said, okay. That went through one ear, boop, right out the other. I went to my car, worked up, the, worked up the price, did not go in with the idea of, okay, well, do you want me to email this to you? You know, like I didn't cower at what she said. And because the reality yeah. of the situation is I know that I'm, I'm the best bet. You go with me, you're going to get everything you want and more. So it's like, sometimes yeah. you have to, you have to be a little forward to help people get what they want, even though it's not what they want in that moment. You gotta, you gotta be confident enough in your process and in your systems that you are the best, the best solution. Right. So when yeah. I went up to her, I didn't, I didn't operate with the knowledge that she just told me that no matter what I do, she's not going to go with me. I, I, I just went boop out, out the ear because you know why? Because I asked the right questions early on. I knew what her hot buttons were. She told yeah. me she had an issue with stucco at her previous house. She's in a lawsuit with the company who built the home. So I mm. said, listen, here's the deal. You have a big stucco crack here. If you allow me to earn your business today, I will make sure that that crack is filled. I will pay to have it done. I built enough room in the estimate where I can send my yeah. stucco guy to go do that. Right. I said, yeah. if you allow me to earn your business today, you do not need to find a stucco person to fix that. I'll have it done before we start your job. I just need a signature here. She looked at me and said, you know what? I'm going to go with you. You've built enough trust with me. What do you need for a deposit? And as I'm leaving that job, I'm like, this works, man. You know, this yeah. system works. You've built the trust, ask for the sale, create urgency. If you allow me to earn your business today, like if you can get that word track down, you're going to see your percentage go up. You want yeah. people that are for you. You don't want people that are shopping around. You know, and it's yeah. like, that's going to be a great customer. She invested in me and probably paid more than she would with someone else. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been, I've been doing and starting to create that and I've been seeing a difference. So I can't, I can't wait to try some of this. New Implement stuff. it again. But listen, you got to realize that you're spending X amount of money on your marketing. You need to yeah. convert these people or else you're yeah. going to feel like your marketing doesn't work. If yeah. you're not doing your part, then so it's going to so, skew your idea of what your marketing is doing. For so you. one thing that I know we're probably running short on time, but one thing I wanted to ask is like, so one thing I'm realizing is like a lot of my leads are coming from like Pathfinder, Facebook. What are some other like great ways to generate leads? Like I've thought how about many, how many reviews page. do you have on Google? I'm building that. I just started really pushing that the last week or so. I've got sure. like 11 right now. Okay. Your goal should be. 50 by the end of the year. And you know how you accomplish that? You give $25 off your job at the end of the job. If they leave a review on Google and Facebook, that's a good idea. You know, you leave, you know, and you can automate that in drip jobs. You just put it in. Yeah, there. That's okay. A great so, idea. you know, I mean, that's, you, you don't understand what that's going to do for you in three or three or four years, dude, 90% of my lead flow comes in from my Google listing. I don't pay anything for marketing anything rarely i mean sometimes I'll, I'll go on facebook and, and run a little ad or whatever but it's not to the point where like i'm in a position where i need leads because dude i mean we're getting 10 or 12 leads a week right off of the google listing okay yeah. because we have we have 170 five-star reviews okay no no yeah, one's even close so by by nature people are going to look at us like dude that should be the gold star on your goal board is to have the most reviews in your area in your town yeah. It's like, that needs to be a focus. If you don't get a review on a job, then you should be wondering why. And if they didn't leave you one, you should follow up with them and say, Hey, I'm just curious. I didn't see a review come in. Did we miss something? Yeah. If you're bold enough to get those reviews, you're going to see a major dividend payout and three or four years where you're just riding the wave of your reputation. 
Fair enough. Yeah. That's a good you know, idea. So that's, I mean, obviously that's going to be number one. If you want to pay Google to get at the top, Google, it's Google. I mean, you have Google yeah. and Facebook. These are the two big ones. Yeah. And then if you want to pay a lead service, Thumbtack, Angie, you know, you know, be omnipresent on those. I mean, you can. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not big on those. Those scare me compared to because of what I've heard about them. You know what I mean? I mean, don't let it scare you. They're just people. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're just people. Well, I'm just yeah. saying like, a lot of people I've heard a lot of complaints said that you just don't hear it for me, man. It's it, here. A lot of money I wouldn't listen to anyone. I mean, here's honest, true advice. These, this is a lead company whose one goal is to sell you information, right? Just like mm -hmm. your marketing company is doing right now. They're selling yeah. you information, right? They don't know who they are selling you. They don't know why the person wants the job. All they know is that the person went through their system, put in their information and wanted a job done. Okay. The yeah. difference between Pathfinder and Angie or whatever other lead services is Pathfinder only gives you the information, right? But that doesn't mean that yeah. that person that Pathfinder gave you isn't going to go on Google after they meet you and go get another quote, right? Yeah, Pathfinder yeah. could have sparked the interest that gave someone else a job, right? Like that could totally happen, yeah. you know, but Angie just, you know, what they do is they're smart. They want to get the most amount of money for that lead. So they're going to give it to you, Joe, Steve, Bob, and, and Nick, right? Yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, well, that doesn't mean that you're not doing that same thing with with your Pathfinder leads, you're just doing it in this arena. It's a little bit different because Pathfinder leads are going to be a little less motivated because most of them are just seeing a before and after, or they're seeing something that sparks their interest and says, you know, Hey, um, you know, we're interested in getting this done. I wonder what the price would be. Right. You know, it's not so much somebody that directly went through a process of like, Hey, I need, I'm going to go and find out what it would be. So you got to understand yeah. that there are two different lead types. You know, Pathfinder leads require a little more work, but they're a lot less expensive per lead typically, right? But yeah. Angie leads are a lot more expensive because Angie identifies what the motivation is because they simply ask. They can't submit it unless they say, I'm ready to hire three to four weeks, two months or more, right? When they tell you when they want the job done. So that's going to be a, a more cost of lead. But here's, here's the thing. Again, these are just people. You said your appointment closing ratio is pretty high. So right off the bat, if you have the mindset of, okay, well, first I'm going to integrate it with drip jobs. So the lead will get right there. They'll be followed up with, they'll be dripped out communication until they book. You're going to call yeah. them. So the, the hardest part of those leads is just converting them to an appointment, but you got to look at the big picture. And this is what you should be doing with Pathfinder. You know, honestly, you should be looking at how much am I spending? How much did I generate? If you generated yeah. a net positive, do it again. If you generate a net positive with Angie, do it again, do it again, do it again. And all it's about is exposure. You're in, how, how long have you been in business? Uh, I think this is my fourth year. Okay. Fourth year. Now it's time to turn fourth the corner on the mindset of, I need to spend as much money as possible and start being a sales and marketing company rather than just a painting company. You need to be yeah. a sales company and a sales company yeah. doesn't care about where the lead comes from. They look at the data at the end of the month and said, Hey, I spent this much money. How many leads did I get? What was my cost per lead? How much did I sell based on the amount of leads that I got? And is it worth it to reinvest and do that again? And you got to realize it's not just about dollar to dollar. It could be secondary income as well. So in other words, if you get an Angie lead and the neighbor knocks or you knock on a neighbor's door that you otherwise wouldn't knock on if you didn't get that lead, you can attribute yeah. that to the lead. Sure. So that's yeah, more exposure, sure. right? You know, so that's what I did early on my businesses. Dude, early on, it was not easy to spend four grand a month on leads. You know, you know that, right? It's just like, yeah. man, it's a lot of money, right? So, but I was looking at the long-term game of I have more exposure, more practice. Like my crews are always busy. I'm getting more reviews. I'm getting better at sales. I'm learning this process. And it's like, I'm going to be doing this so long that like, let me make the investment early and stop worrying about making money. It's not going yeah. to, it's not going anywhere. There's always going to be a need. 
Um, so the mindset should be, don't worry about what anyone else thinks. Just, you need to test it out yourself, you know, and if it doesn't work yeah. out, you cancel it. There's no contract with those companies. Fair enough. You know, fair enough. So in terms of the sales process though, was that a little bit, I mean, honestly, the only thing I could talk to you about was just creating a little urgency and then asking for the business in a way that gives them an incentive to buy. And that's yeah. the type of thing you have to do on every single one. Even if it feels weird, even if they tell you, Hey, I'm getting more quotes. Even if they tell you, you know, I'm not buying today. Even if they tell you all these things, do not come with that preconceived notion that they're not going to buy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, that's good. I, I've been thinking about that too. How do you handle it real quick before we go? How do you handle it when they say, you know, I have to make, I have to wait for my husband to come home and we're going to talk about her or my wife to come home. Um, so lately I've been starting to ask if there's a good time to follow up with them. Okay. Um, and I've also been trying to do a little bit better with the appointment setting to sure. see if there's a time for both of them to be around sure. and walk both of them through it. Sure. Um, but that's it's probably the, the hardest one, right? If one of them. Yeah. It's the hardest one. So what I would do again, stick with your urgency. If you allow me to earn your business today, we can honor this 15% discount. And you know what it would be wise for you to do? You should say, hey, listen, you know, this 15% discount as stated in our ad, I just want you to know is based on our cruise availability and we have one slot left for the yeah. month, right? Or we have one slot to fill or whatever, just, you know, and then what I would do is never make a spouse make a decision without their significant other. I'm not a fan of that, Yeah. but I would say, listen, tell you what, speak with your spouse. If you guys can get back to me by tomorrow, I can still honor the discount. Okay. But instead of them just going saying, hey, the painter came by, got a quote, and then the spouse comes home and say, all right, we'll, we'll take a look at it later. It's going to be, hey, the painter came by and they gave us kind of like an incentive. We need to kind of decide if this is going to be a good fit or not because we can save 15%. Yeah. The conversation is sure. different, right? Yeah. So just yeah. some tools that might help you convert a little bit, a little bit higher. Absolutely. Cool, brother. Anything else you think we hit it today? No. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm hungry. I mean, yeah, ever I since that. I've been focused on the business i've been i've been hungry i've been buying books yeah. listening to your podcast listening Thank to you, other podcasts so yeah i i, I want to reach that million dollar mark and then get it build on that good job good job building your teams man that's the best yeah. thing um Appreciate that. point of emphasis man just just you know between me and you well people are listening to podcasts but you know <laughs> minimum painter pay should be 15 to 16 you know if yeah. it's a good person make sure that you're taking good care of them nurture them into who you want them to yeah. be in terms of skill set. You know what I'm saying? You don't want people leaving because of pay. There's plenty to go yeah. around in this business. This guy, this guy was um, a, a family friend that had absolutely no job experience whatsoever besides sure. game. Good start. So Fair enough. Everybody else is making more than Our that. Worker? He's, he's due for, yeah, he's, he's getting there. Yeah. He's definitely yeah. improving. Shows up. So does he show up on time? Yeah, he does do that. It's the best yeah. thing you can have, man. Someone that shows up on time is eager to go. You want to build yeah. that culture, bro. I think you got yeah. it, man. Congrats. Congrats on the success. You're on your way, man. You're going to be close. So Thank please you. let me know how this goes. I love to hear, bro, please Absolutely. promise me on the next at least seven estimates. You do exactly what I said and, and yeah. create some urgency. Don't give that discount without something in return. For sure. For All right, sure. Thank we'll you, have to man. do another one in like six months. Six months, man. I'd love to hear from you way sooner, man. Tell me how this thing hey, turned out. We can do that. All right, bro. Good luck. Appreciate it. Yep. See you. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to that business breakthrough. So uh, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to transition 
this episode to a testimonial. That's right. So uh, one of our awesome Drip Jobs users was kind enough to do a short testimonial for us. I asked him some questions that I'm sure a lot of us have about what Drip Jobs is. Is it valuable? So if you would like to sit and listen to this, I'd appreciate it. You can sit, hang around, and hear what one of our very happy clients has to say about Drip Jobs for his business. Real quick. What's going on, everyone? I'm here with Randy Smith, DuraPro. You may have heard of him if you listen to podcasts. He is someone that did a business breakthrough with me and is also a Drip Jobs user. I'm just going to start off, man. You know, you're doing this for me um, and Drip Jobs, of course. I just want to know raw thoughts about what the software's done for you. Are you a fan? Um, do you hate it? Uh, what what do you <laughs> What are your thoughts? Yeah, man, I I absolutely love it. Um, Definitely what I was looking for in a software and a CRM, like before drip jobs I had, I, I couldn't even tell you how many different like softwares I was trying to use and manage to accomplish the same thing. Um, and it was just a headache. And then yeah. now just having the all-in-one is a big thing. And then from there, my, I mean, my favorite thing is really, I feel like it's just taking my sales process, you know, to the next level. Um, and as far as, you know, communication, the biggest thing is like the speed of communication. Yeah. Um, customers love, I mean, nowadays with Amazon and everything, yeah. like everyone wants things now. They're used um, to it. Yeah. So like, yeah. for example, yesterday I had, you know, someone fill out, see my Facebook ad, they filled out the request and it was at like 4.30 PM and I was leaving the job site and they, they said today worked. So it was like scheduled for 6 PM drove over there and showed up so mm, that like quick yeah within an hour you know they've got an estimate in their hand on the spot um That's powerful so yeah it's definitely taking the sales process to the next level yeah. which is big and and i love the the customer portal like it's just super professional and you know you can throw all the details in there it looks really mm -hmm. nice um being able to present it on the ipad um, are you so are you selling on the spot yeah, yeah, yep. man. I, I love yeah. selling on the spot. I think it just You're getting people to squiggle on the on the with their finger on the iPad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it just makes your close rate go up, you know, having just drip jobs alone with um the ease, like the how easy it is for them to sign with you. Right. Mm -hmm. You've got the iPad out, they can see everything. Um, they can put their credit card info, um, yeah. which is which is big. So that, that's probably my favorite part is just, you know, it gives me that confidence that I know I feel like we're the most professional company um, compared crazy. to the competitors and you can kind yeah. of sell your jobs for more. Um, you, go in, you go into estimates, you know, with a different mindset, like knowing that, hey, we're, we're going to be the best company for, or option for our target market. Um, yeah. And you just have that confidence and um, so that's wow. been one of my favorite parts of it. Um, and then on the other end too, just, I love how I'm building up a pipeline um, and I'm not missing any leads. So obviously like we're all busy with contractors, phones blowing up. It's sometimes it's tough to, to not miss leads, but with, with this, you know, it, everything's goes right into drip jobs into those cold leads. I don't have to worry about missing them and they're getting those follow-ups. Um, and it kind of is helping me prepare for, you know, the downturn because, you know, right now it's like, Oh, everything's booming. 
you know, phones are ringing, but I know that that doesn't always last forever. So being able to prepare, um, have that pipeline of leads building up. So when you are yeah. slow, you can reference it. Yeah, exactly. Have you used the blast feature yet? I have not yet, but that's a good feature. Dude, every time I hit that blast feature, I get something, you know, yeah. and, and for those that are listening or watching that don't know what that is, what, what he's referring to in terms of the pipeline is like you can have you have a pipeline of every person that you've given a proposal to or every new lead that has come through that maybe hasn't converted to an estimate. And all you got to do is hit one button and you can send out a message to just those people. So you can imagine if you have 100 people that you've given proposals to that haven't told you yes or no or haven't opted out of communication, right? You can just blast them a message saying, hey, just reaching out. Today, we can give you 250 bucks off your proposal. And every time I've done that, I've gotten at least two or three jobs. So I use it sparingly, of course, when you need it, but it's just good to be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome, that, but I'll have to. That's huge. Have to I, love, uh, I love what you said, man, because there's an interesting thing about what you said in terms of, um, well, number one, selling on the spot, right? Creating an experience. But, you know, dude, when, when I made this, it was out of frustration, right? Great things come out of frustration because I know, like, you got to have the full circle from the initial intake to the final goodbye. So um, in terms of what your customers, like, how are they responding to the drips? Because some people tell me, well, I don't want to follow up too much. Like, I think it's annoying or, you know, automated. People think it's a robot. Like, what is some of the feedback you've been getting in terms of, like, the responses people have when they get a drip email and it's, like, two weeks later or whatever? Yeah, I've I've gotten only good feedback from it, really. I mean, I'm sure it's annoyed a few people that, you know, ended up not being our customer anyways. Right. So it's like, hey, you, you're never going to make anyone, everyone happy. Right. Um, but overall, I think people appreciate um, the communication, like in the trades in general, I've, have gotten a rap for, you know, not answering the phone, not getting back to people. So I think being able to showcase, hey, we've got a system in place where, you know, we're organized, we're on top of it, um, and we're communicating with you, you know, from the second you reach out to us all the way to wrapping up the job. Um, so I've, I've gotten good feedback from it for sure. Love it. That's huge, man. That's huge. So last question, bro. And again, thank you so much for your time. If you could let someone know who's on the fence, you know, and usually everyone's on the fence when it comes to new software because everyone promises that it's going to solve their problem. You know, can you give them a piece of advice? Yeah. I, I mean, for me, it's a no brainer. Like it is, has saved me shaved hours of workload off my week. Um, I guarantee that it's made me close way more jobs. Um, yeah. I feel way more organized, more professional. Yeah. It's just, especially at the price point, it's like, yeah. I mean, I would, I would spend a thousand dollars a month on it. You know, it's like, watch it. it yeah, I know. I, <laughs> no, I appreciate the honesty, honesty, but no, I, I just have a lot of good yeah. things to say about you, it. And, um, yeah. you and know, for you to take out. time out of your day, bro, it means the world, you know? Yeah. You get a little gift, a little gift bag, but it's like, dude, your time's valuable. It shows that you really care shows that we've done a good job as a company, giving you something that you rely on where you cannot think about what's going on in your business. You trust us. And we take that so seriously, man. So thank you, bro. You're killing it. Um, me and you just discussed a business breakthrough. So if you guys want to go back and listen to Randy, what was it like five, six months ago? It was quite a while, right? Yeah. Yeah. It had yeah. To be, um, yep. Yeah. How's business going? Good? 
yeah, it's going going great. Sounds sure. good. Sounds good, man. Well, I look forward to chatting with you, brother. Thank you for your time. Get back to doing what you do best, and uh, we'll see you soon. All right. Sounds good.